You're tuning in to the Be Fiercely You podcast, the podcast where women find their power and confidence by slaying doubt, creating a foundation of self-love, and by tapping into their inner fierce. I am your host, Heather Nicole, and I'm here to help you become the fierce queen you are meant to be. Together, we will conquer your fears, let go of others' judgment, and unlock your inner badass. So who's with me? Are you ready to take your life into your own hands and discover the possibilities that await you? Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Be Fiercely You podcast. This is Heather, and you guys are tuning into an episode that is going to get deep. Let me tell you, the uh, topic we are talking about today is um, it's something I'm passionate about, something that's been bothering me lately. Um, For whatever reason, I have been experiencing a lot of just situations around this topic lately. So that is why I have been just feeling called to um, record this and just speak my piece on it, if you will. So, um, just fair warning, trigger warning here. Um, I am going to be talking about, um, sexual harassment. Um, probably going to get into sexual abuse a little bit. Um, y'all know I have a sailor mouth. Like I said, I'm very passionate about this. So there will be cussing throughout this. So if there are children around, this is probably not an appropriate episode for them to listen to. Um, so, uh, with that said, I am going to just jump right in because I know I'm going to talk for a while about this. Um, so you all know the title of this episode is not just a pretty face and most of you either know me personally or um, follow me on social media so you are aware of what I look like Um, and if you're listening to this podcast the podcast art has my face right there so you can see me Um, here's the thing I'm aware that I fit the um, society's accepted look of what attractive is. If I, I'm trying to say it <laughs> the, the best way I can here. Um, <clears throat> there have been a lot of points in my life where people have told me that I'm conceited and that I'm full of myself or I'm cocky. And I never really understood it because I never really felt that way. Um, Like I have plenty of insecurities and I was completely just not confident in myself for years, for years. And like I've just recently really stepped into my confidence in the past several years Um, and I'm 34 years old, okay? I spent the majority of my life not feeling very confident. But for whatever reason, I was able to portray that and come off that way and just kind of um, put off that kind of energy so much so that a lot of people have, again, like I said, told me that I'm cocky or conceited. Um, People have told me that, you know, I have a resting bitch face, um, that I'm hard to approach, that people can't read me, like all of these things. 
Um, and they've been telling me that for years. So I've really struggled with this balance of like, well, if I come off as confident, then people are just going to think that I'm conceited and that I'm full of myself and all this when I'm really not. But I also don't want to come off as insecure because I'm not completely insecure. Um, you know, so it, it's really been a struggle throughout my life. And I'm saying all of this because I know that a lot of people assume that because you're attractive, you are just, you just like pop out of the womb completely confident in who you are. And that's not true. Um, you know, attractive people like myself, I have so many insecurities. Well, I won't say that. I used to have a lot of insecurities. I have grown in them. I've done a lot of work around accepting myself fully, flaws and all. Um, you know, I've done a lot of work around loving my body and just loving who I am and accepting myself as I am for the strong personality that I have. And in doing all of that work, that is when I really started to open my eyes to how differently I am treated by people because of my looks. And I don't necessarily mean in a good way. And that's why I said the trigger warning before this episode, or in the beginning of this episode here. Um, I have dealt with just countless inappropriate situations. Um, Recently, in like within the past few days, <laughs> I've I've experienced things that have just just blow my fucking mind and it pisses me off so much because I have a daughter who is absolutely beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. So does that mean she has to wear a paper bag everywhere um, and not want to, you know, not do her makeup or do her hair in order to not get attention from men? That seems a little unfair. Seems a lot unfair. I shouldn't have to change who I am and water myself down in order to not deal with being harassed by men whenever I go out. And it, it like... <laughs> My heart rate is going up as I'm to saying this. Like I've I've had this conversation with so many people lately because it's just boiling my fucking blood that this kind of shit is happening. So I'm going to explain to you guys a couple um, situations that I have been in um, that people I know have been in anonymously, of course. Um, mostly these are stories, personal stories about myself. Um, but there's a few that, you know, well, one that is mind blowing to me that is somebody else. So I, um, I don't know how far back I should go. I guess I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to start with the stuff that happened in the past that kind of created a warped sense of, uh, sexuality for myself. Um, so, okay, when I was married, I've talked about this before. When I was married, I was treated as though I was a sex toy. 
I was expected to perform. I was expected to be ready to go at the drop of a hat whenever he wanted. It didn't matter. Um, his pleasure came first and really was the only thing that mattered um, most of the time. You know, I'm not going to say all the time. There were times where, you know, he cared about me too, but not completely, not completely. And part of that was my fault because I was young. I didn't know how to communicate what I needed. I didn't learn that that was okay to talk about that. Um, so I take my responsibility in this as well. And it's terrible to fucking say that. I shouldn't have to say that. And I'm sure some people listening to this are like, why are you saying that? But I should have spoken up and I didn't. I, you know, so it is what it is. He shouldn't have done what he did either. Um, you know, there were jokes made about, oh, well, um, you know, if because you're my wife, um, I'm allowed to rape you or you can't charge me with rape or, you know, stuff along those lines. Um, and it really, like I said, it gave me a warped sense of what a sex life in a marriage was supposed to be. It gave me a warped sense of what my sexuality was. Um, I had no idea what I even wanted or liked, you know what I mean? Because it was just doing what he wanted. Um, so that kind of started all this for me. I was with him for 10 years and that's how it was the majority of the time. And that really played a role on me in my, you know, now in the past, gosh, almost six years now. <laughs> no, when did we split up? 2017. Yeah, no, five years. It'll be five years this year that we've been split up. Dot. I don't even know. I've like blocked this shit out of my life, out of my mind. Um. So five years, it's been almost a couple months till five years uh, since we split up. And it hasn't been until these recent five years that I have gained that confidence in my sexuality, in my sex life, in my, you know, relationships. Um, so it really tore my confidence down. Um, it made me feel as though I was just here for a man's pleasure, um, and for his purpose, um, that I literally had no purpose but to provide pleasure. That was like my mindset. Um, and to wait on him and, you know, basically do everything for this person. Um, so carrying that mindset into a new relationship was really fucked up. Um, and you know, like I, I used the word once, um, and I've, I heard this on Gabrielle Stone's podcast first, and I never really thought about it this way till she said it, but, um, it's the idea as women that we have to be like performative, like we have to perform for them because men, I hope some men are listening to this. I really fucking do. <laughs> I really do. Because you need to understand this perspective from women. Um, but women, a lot of women feel a lot of pressure because men watch a lot of porn. It is what it is. Men watch porn. I mean, I watch porn too. It, you know, like it, 
whatever. Um, but the difference is that women know that it's not necessarily real. Men, on the other hand, are taught that that is normal and that that is like how sex is. And it is just not like that. There's nothing wrong with watching porn. Where it crosses the line is where you create those expectations and put that pressure on your partner. And you might not even be doing it on purpose. You might just subconsciously be doing it. But try to be aware of the things that you say, um, you know, and make sure that your partner feels safe in your space and feels safe to express themselves. It's really fucking important. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of women don't feel that way. And it's sad. And raising a daughter who's now going into her teenage years who, I mean, I need to accept the fact she's going to be having sex in a few years. I mean, I won't be able to stop it completely. Um, it scares the fuck out of me. It scares the fuck out of me that she's going to be taken advantage of. Um, so we really need to create that space for women in your lives. And men need to teach this to their children. Um, you know, or whatever. If you are a male role model for a young man, you need to teach him this. Because it's important. And women, we live in a world right now where women are so incredibly sexualized it's sick it is fucking sick i don't even feel like i can go to the gas station without being eye fucked by somebody and it's driving me fucking crazy right it's the time it like the weather is warm outside unfortunately the air conditioning wasn't working in my office for a few days it was hot so i wore a dress i didn't wear an inappropriate dress i wore a dress and I would, it doesn't matter where I go, you know, stop at Wawa in the morning to get my breakfast. Being, I'm just being stared at the whole time I'm walking through the fucking store. It's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. All right. Again, like I, I feel like when I first, I'll be honest with you guys, when I first had the idea to do this podcast, this was probably about two months ago. And my first thought was, oh my God, people are going to think that like I am not, I don't know another word besides grateful, but like that you guys would think I'm even more cocky because I feel like I'm getting too much attention or something like, like I had all these ideas of what you guys would think. And honestly, I don't care if you think them, um, but that's not what this is. It's fucking uncomfortable to go out and be stared at by men. It makes you feel like you are just just something for their, like they just are viewing you as something for their pleasure or something like that. Like you are just some walking toy or walking trophy or whatever. It's so incredibly annoying. So incredibly annoying. So go with that background of the sexual trauma that I have in my life, I really struggled for a long time with these kinds of situations because I didn't know how to act. Like I really had this mindset, oh, well, I'm supposed to let them flirt with me. You know, I'm supposed to um, be quiet and not, you know, speak my mind. Well, 
we're going to get to my perspective on that shortly. Um, because I'm about to tell you some stories that have happened recently and my reactions to them. <laughs> um, but I, um, I just, just really hope that somebody make, I don't know, I'm trying to make a difference. I'm trying to spread the knowledge because I've had this conversation with a few men and a couple of them have been like, oh, I never really thought about it like that. Or like, yeah, you know, it's scary that women have to do it. Like, I'm lucky that I have good men in my life. So they're aware um, and they're not pigs and treat women like this. Um, but even even so, they don't really think about it because they don't deal with it. Men don't deal with women catcalling them out a fucking window when they drive by or like, you know, women might like look at a guy or something in the store, but you're not going to stare at them to the point where they feel uncomfortable. And men do it to me every fucking day. They have no problem. Or looking me up and down and like eyeballing me. It's so sick. It's so sick. Okay, so let me talk about a couple um, situations that I've been in. Um, the first one I want to talk about is the Wawa story. So for any of you who um, know me may have heard this story. I've, you know, told it to a few people as an example, um, as I'm doing now. So there is a Wawa by my house that is on the way to my job. I live about five, seven minutes from my job, depending on how many lights I catch. And there's a Wawa on the same side of the road in the direction that I'm traveling. So it's super easy just to get in and out and be on my way to work and not have to go like out of the way or anything. So I go to this Wawa almost every day. Okay. I love Wawa. It is what it is. Um, there was a period of time I went to Wawa. There was this this gentleman standing out front, he had a book bag on. He looked them where this is at. It's not uncommon for homeless people to be there. Um, so he looked a little ragged, so I couldn't quite tell if he was um, homeless or not. But you know, he was a bigger guy. He was probably about my height, but he was stocky. Um, he had this book bag on, this hoodie. You know, like. Didn't really look approachable, super scruffy, um, dirty, you know. So he's like walking towards me. I'm like, okay, what is this? You know, um, because women, men, if you don't know this, women teach their children, have to teach their daughters to be self-aware from the age of like five years old because we have to watch men make sure they don't follow us through stores or follow us out to our cars. Tell me how fucking sad that is. I've had to have that talk with my daughter several times. So anyway. So I'm aware of this guy. And I'm walking up. And like I said, people have told me that I have a wonderful resting bitch face. And I, you know, it is what it is. I was just, it was just my face. Um, I wasn't like smiling and I wasn't scowling or anything. I was just walking up. I was probably like, I was aware of the guy, but I was also probably thinking about work or something like that. Um, and he was like, Hey honey, why aren't you smiling? 
Men, quick tip. Don't ever tell a woman to smile. Don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> so, and you're going to find out why in a minute. Let me tell my story. And, you know, I, I got a way of telling this story. I got you. But you're going to find out why. But this man says to me, hey, honey, why aren't you smiling? And I cut my eyes at him. I looked at him. Didn't say a word. And I went inside. And, you know, got my shit, came back out. He's still standing out there. He's like, oh, you're just going to ignore me? Yep. <laughs> didn't, I didn't say that, but in my mind I said, yep. Didn't say anything to him. Walked to my car. Left. Next day, hmm, wouldn't you know this guy was still, he was there again. Standing out front. So I walk up. Same look on my face, just my neutral expression, but apparently I look nasty or like a bitch or something. I don't know. I don't get it. I feel like I'm approachable. I'm like a really nice person, but for some reason people are like, I don't know, something with my face, but whatever. So yeah. So he's like, um, oh, so you're not smiling again today? And I looked at him and I said, please don't tell me to smile. He's like, oh, why not? And I said, just don't tell me to smile. Don't talk to me. And I went inside. Came back out. He's like, oh, here she is. She doesn't want to smile. Ignored him. Went to my car. Y'all see, I tried. Like, I tried to be non-confrontational. And I usually do. But there's always a breaking point with me. <laughs> and that fuse has gotten shorter and shorter over the years. This was... Uh, probably about a year or two ago at this point. I'm um, a year and a half ago. Um, so, third day in a row. Go there and you guys guessed it. He was there again. And I pull up. I go inside. He actually did not say anything to me on the way in. While I was coming out though, the man made a mistake. Because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I was not having it. So he proceeds with his smile comments. Oh, look, she's not smiling again today. And I looked at him and I said, sir, I am not here for your viewing pleasure. I do not need to smile for you. And the lack of smile on my face has nothing to do with how I'm feeling that day. So instead of assuming that there is something wrong because I'm not smiling, how about you mind your fucking business and not ever fucking talk to me or approach me again? And I walked to my car. <laughs> that was it. Next day, guess what? He was still there, but he walked to the other side of Wawa when I pulled up. And I felt good about myself. I gave him a chance. I gave him a chance, y'all. And he didn't want to take it. Um, so, yeah, that happened. I went off. You don't tell a woman to smile. Because just as I said, I'm not here to look pretty for you. I don't have to have a smile on my face. Oh, this is the other one I get all the time. Just because I'm not smiling or something, they'll say to me, oh, you're too pretty to be sad. Really? So now we're going to invalidate my feelings as well? 
what if my mother had just died or my significant other? What if they had passed away or my child? God forbid, what if my child had just passed away? And you see me and say, I'm too pretty to be sad. Are you fucking kidding me? The way that I look has nothing to do with my emotions. So let's stop tying the two of them together. All right, there's a lot more to me than being pretty. And I'm sick of people just assuming that because I'm a pretty girl that I have to fit this expectation and fit this box of what they think that should mean. Oh, she's pretty. You know, you, you need to water yourself down. You need to not speak your opinions. You need to not be too loud. You need to, you know, mind your manners. You need to not speak, um, you know, up to a man. All this kind of shit. Like, are you kidding me? I really don't give a shit about any of that. I don't. And that's probably why I'm not dating. Because <laughs> men can't handle me. And I've said it to a few men now. I'm like, look, I have a strong personality. So you either got to get with the program or not. And it is what it is. Now, there's one man in my life that can handle me. And <laughs> um, he's the only man that has figured it out and has accepted me for who I am. And he's fucking amazing. And, you know. That it is what it is. There will always be someone that will understand you. Someone that will be able to handle you. Okay, wait for that person. Wait for that person. So let me give you a couple other examples of some things that have happened to me. Um, a couple days ago. <clears throat> a couple days ago, I went to the Valero that is by my job. Now, I, where I work at, the Valero's like two doors down. There's like a little muffler place or something. And then the Valero is right there. So when it's nice out and I want to get some fresh air and if I want to drink or something, you know, that we don't have in the office and I will, or I want a snack or candy or something, I'll walk over to Valero and get something. I do it, especially in the summer, at least once a week, I'll walk over there. So this particular beautiful sunny day, um, I, you know what, I can't, I'm, you know, I am so, oh no, I did have a dress on. I know what dress I had on. I had on a strapless dress, but I had my hair down, um, and it was like in the front, so you couldn't really tell that it was strapless. I mean, it was long, it was a maxi dress, it was to the ground. Um... And I was walking across the parking lot as this man was getting out of his car. <clears throat> um, he had pulled up to the pump and he was getting out and walking inside. He saw me coming from across the parking lot. And as he stepped up onto like the sidewalk where the door was, he stopped. And he starts staring at me as I'm walking across the parking lot. He's like digging in his pockets. But the whole time he's looking right at me. And I'm like trying not to make eye contact. I'm like looking around, looking down, you know, and I'm like thinking to myself like, okay, is this guy going to go inside? Like, why is he staring at me? What's going on? Should I walk to the other side and go in the entrance on the opposite side, which is like all the way around the building would have been really weird. Um, and <clears throat> so I'm like, all right, he's going to go in. He's going to go in. Well, the guy didn't go in. Surprise, surprise. Didn't go in. Instead, 
Instead, he decided to be a fucking pervert. Um, so the direction that I was coming from was the way that the door opened towards, you know what I mean? So when you pulled it, if you're standing directly in front of it, if you pulled it, it opened to the left. Um, so he, he opens the door towards me. He puts his arm towards the top and is holding the door open with the top. He's standing maybe a foot, foot and a half away from the door. And he's like, come on, honey, go ahead. This man wanted me to go under his arm. I hope I'm describing this enough so you guys can get a visual here. Um, he wanted me to go under his arm in between him and the door to go into the store. Underneath of him. I would have had to rub up against him in order to fit through there. And it's weird right there in the entrance because there's like a pillar. So he was basically standing right up against the pillar. Like this is a very narrow area. Like it's room for one person. And this was like an older um, African-American gentleman. And I said, um, no, I'm not going through there. You can go ahead. Just trying to be polite. Because what I was thinking was, you fucking sicko, are you kidding me? Why would you even, like, why would you even suggest that? That's what I thought. And I said, the words that came out of my mouth were, no, sir, you can go ahead. He proceeds to say, no, honey, come on, it's fine. Come on through. Y'all, I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> That's why I'm pausing because the look on my face, uh, I was like, my blood started boiling. I'm sure my heart rate started going up. I said, sir, I am not going through there. You need to just go through the door. I have a very good stern voice. <laughs> um, that's what I said to him just like that in that tone. And he looked at me and he's like, geez, you don't have to be rude. I was like, huh. I said, really? I'm being rude? But you're not being perverted, right? And he just looked at me. I'm like, mm, go. Go the fucking side. Like, really? I didn't say the last part. But I'm just staring at him. And he went inside the store. I was like, oh, my God. I was so mad. I was so mad. I'm so mad right now. Just talking about it. Oh, pisses me off. Like, why do men think that's okay? Why is it okay for men to sexualize women? It's not Women are not here to please you. If anything, women are more powerful than you. So fuck off. <laughs> like, I really have just been on, like, a man-hating spree lately. And, like, to those men in my life who know what's going on, and the men, they're the same ones that I've already talked to about this, like, love. Love to you. You know this is not directed at you. But most men out there suck. Like, y'all are just out of fucking pocket anymore, and I can't take it. The worst part, this is the last story I'm going to say before I give you guys a couple tips on dealing with all this. Um, my daughter's friend, these girls are in eighth grade. They are in eighth fucking grade. Would you know that two sixth graders came up to her and basically had her trapped in a corner, like trying to get into a classroom. The classroom door was locked, mind you. She couldn't even get into her classroom, which that's like a whole other fucking story. Like what if there are shooters in the hallway, right? Because we obviously can't get that under control either. 
But no, these two sixth graders go up. They smack her ass. Are you kidding me? And they're like making comments out about how good her ass looks and like asking her when they're going to fuck and stuff like this. Are you kidding me? In sixth grade. What is that? Kaylee's 14. They're like 12. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And y'all, like, this is why I'm doing this episode. Because it makes me sick that my daughter is growing up in this world with men who think that they can do that kind of shit. Luckily, those boys got in trouble. And they got, they got kicked out of school for the rest of the year. But unfortunately, it happens all too often where men get away with it. I had a boss. He was, I worked at a firm in Philadelphia. And um, the one of the partners, one of the partners, I wore a dress. And it was my, I sh- oh, I'm not going to say it's my fault. Because I need, women need to stop saying it's their fault. Because it's not my fault. I should be able to wear what the fuck I want to wear. I had on a skirt. And I had on boots and a sweater. Did I look attractive? I'm sure I did. Because again, I'm aware I'm an attractive person. Okay, I get it. Great. Okay, that doesn't mean you need to fucking treat me differently. Or that that means that I'm just automatically a sex object. Alright? That's not what that fucking means. That just means that I happen to have good genes. Okay? And I take care of myself and I work out because I want to feel good in the body that I have to live in every fucking day. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for myself. Stop thinking that women are trying to make themselves look good. Look, you know why I wear makeup every day and dress nice? So that when I pass a mirror, I can look at myself and look at that hot ass bitch and know that I am fucking bad, that I am powerful, and that I am strong. And that I can handle any of these motherfuckers that come at me. That's why I dress like that. I don't dress like that for you. For just to look nice for you, to make you feel good about yourself, to make you feel more comfortable. I don't do that for you. I do it for me. So let's just say that. Okay, went off on a whole tangent. Anyway, (laughs) unfortunately, there are a lot of women out there who this happens to and they are ones that are told that it's their fault or they're not believed and the men get away with it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So this boss, I wore this skirt and these boots and the sweater and he, came, I was standing at somebody's desk talking to them about a file, and he came walking. Or we, it was cubicles. He came like walking around this group of cubicles. I think there was like you know four on each side, a group of eight. And he walked around, and his desk was at the other end of that, like on that the far wall from where he was walking from. He was walking to his office, and he came over and he was like, "Hey, Heather, how are you doing today?" And wouldn't you know, this old ass pervert put his hand on my hip and walked around me and pulled his hand and touched me all the way around. Man, if I had known then what I know now, I would have sued his ass, let me tell you. But I was young and dumb and scared of authority. I was scared of trying to, you know, accuse somebody in that in a powerful position, a white man at that, in a powerful position of something like that. So I never said anything. And he got away with it. You know, didn't get away with it. The man at Coldstone that was staring at me and Kaylee and her friend. Mm. All right, this is this is actually going to be the last story. Sorry, I said the last one was going to be the last. I have so many 
These are all recent, by the way. Okay, the uh, except with the exception of the Wawa story from the beginning, I just told that one because that's like epic story among my friends. I always like talk about how I yell at people for telling me to smile, like you know, whatever. So, because a lot of unfortunately, a lot of people don't women don't stand up for themselves. They they just accept it, and I want to stop all that. I want women to stop doing that to themselves and I want men to stop feeling like it's okay for them to do it. So anyway, one more story. Um, uh, what? See, I'm so fired up about this right now. <laughs> so I'm probably talking like a mile a minute and I literally just forgot what other story I was going to tell you. Um, oh, I remember. Okay. The cold stone story. All right. So myself, my daughter and her friend went to cold stone. And if you don't know what that is, it's an ice cream place. They have really good ice cream. Um, <laughs> so we went there and we go inside and it was race weekend in Dover. And um, so it was busy in there. NASCAR race, by the way, if you don't know what I mean by that. Um, but they were really busy. And we go in and there was two guys and their, their two sons in front of us in line. And the line was long. Okay, so we were in line for a good little bit. This guy in front of us kept turning around and looking at me and the girls. And he was like looking us up and down. Typically, I would not, I would just ignore it and move on. He did it once. He did it twice. He did it three times. This guy did it like 12 fucking times before we got up to the register. I was so fucking annoyed by the time we got up out of this line. Okay, so we get to the end. They were in front of us in line. So they had gotten their ice cream and they were sitting in the corner like at this table. And well, the one dad and the two kids were not the guy that kept staring at us. He was standing up next to them. So we're standing at the end of the counter and the girls are waiting for their ice cream. And he's standing across the room and he looks at me and makes eye contact and looks me up and down. And I had it. That was it for me. I said, oh, God. what? I can't even remember exactly what I said anymore. I haven't told this story. Um, I asked him if he has, if oh, I asked him why he kept, I said, do you have, is there a problem? Like, why do you keep staring at us? You need to stop fucking looking at us. And he, like, looks around and he's like, oh, me? Like, he just has, like, this confused look on his face. And I said, yeah, you. I said, you looked at us. A ton of times, way too many times in this line. You made us uncomfortable. I said, you need to stop fucking looking at us and keep your eyes to yourself. And I walked out and he was like, is she serious right now? And Kaylee's friend was like, yep, she's serious. And we left. <laughs> you guys are probably going to be like, oh my God, she is a bitch. No, I'm really not. I just really have zero fucking tolerance for men who think that they can just stare at women and like uh, that they just have like some kind of power or something over them. Like that's what it, that's what I feel like. That's 
the vibes that I get from men that do that. And it's just like a nasty, creepy feeling. And I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. And I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of feeling uncomfortable when I go out. I'm so sick of feeling like I'm being eye fucked when I go out. Um, it's just, it's gotten to the point and it's really has so much to do with social media and just society standards of what beauty is. Um, you know, the body positivity movement that's been going on is fucking amazing. And I love seeing women with all different body types out there rocking it and just being their beautiful selves. I fucking love it. I love it. But men are still sexualizing women. And this idea has been ingrained in them for fucking centuries. And it's, it's, oh, it's just... Oh, it's just bothering me. It's really bothering me. I'm feeling better from talking about this and getting it out again. Um, so, all right. I'm going to stop ranting about that. And I'm going to give you guys my just some things to think about, some things to remember. If you are in this situation, if you find yourself in some kind of uncomfortable situation with a man... Um, just five little reminders um, that I think all women need to know. And I hope that if you have girls that you teach this to them and, you know, as sad it is, as it is, we need our girls to learn how to stand up for themselves and learn how to stand in their confidence without feeling like they shouldn't be allowed to. So with that said, let me give you these three little reminders. I'm sorry, I said three little reminders. There are six. Oh, hello. Um, I just had a thought. It was five, but now it's six. <laughs> so I'm writing down the sixth one so I don't forget when I get down there. Okay. All right. So number one. First thing I need you to remember, ladies, is that you don't owe men shit. You don't owe them anything. Okay? We are fucking equal. Fuck whatever other ideas are out there. Okay? Men and women are equal. We don't owe them fucking anything. You don't owe them a smile. You don't have to be nice to them. You don't have to allow them to make their sexual advances on you and just accept it, okay? You don't owe them fucking anything. So please remember that. Please spread the word. Tell your friends. You know, scream it down the street. Women don't owe men shit, all right? Teach your girls, your 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 daughters this. Um, tell your nieces. Like, we need all of the ladies to know this, you don't owe men shit and don't let them f try to convince you otherwise. Okay, a man that tries to convince you that you owe him something because you're a woman is toxic and you don't need him in your life. So fuck that. Okay. All right. Number two, you are worthy of respect. My love, please hear me. You are worthy of respect. Your body deserves to be respected. Your wishes deserve to be respected. If you don't want a man to touch you, to talk to you, to whatever, 
you, you are allowed to say that. And you deserve him respecting your boundaries and respecting what you want. You are worthy of that. So say it with me. I am worthy of respect. Again, I am worthy of respect. And because I know that some of you didn't actually say it out loud, we're going to do it a third time. And I want you to say it with me for real this time. I am worthy of respect. Yes, say it, believe it, live it, okay? You are worthy of respect. Number three, please stop watering yourself down because you feel as though you're, you're, I don't know. There's so many reasons why we do it, ladies. Either we're, we feel not confident in what we're wearing, um, we feel like we're too loud or too opinionated and we need to be quiet um, and reserved. Um, you know, maybe you are like me and like to laugh and you get obnoxiously loud with your laugh sometimes or you love to dance and be out on the dance floor and have a good time. Um, don't water yourself down. Be who you are. Wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Whatever you're comfortable in, fucking wear it. Be the bold ass woman that you are like meant to be. You were designed to be. You were put on this earth to be. Be her. Don't fucking water yourself down for men. Fuck them. If you have been told, oh, don't. Don't let people know that you, you know, kind of like Star Wars. Men don't like nerds. You know, whatever the thing is, there's so many negative things out there that can be said to you. Like, I could literally give you millions of examples. I'd never be able to give you enough and cover them all. But you know what I mean. People in our lives say things that make us question who we are. They make us question um, if we're good enough, if we're strong enough, if we um, are pretty enough. Or if you're like me, you're told over and over again that you're conceited or cocky or whatever the case may be. So you water yourself down so that you don't seem that way. And people start thinking that you're insecure because you're watering yourself down so much. Right? There's so many different ways that this could play out. The point is, please just be yourself, love yourself, wear the fuck, whatever the fuck you want to wear. Just be your beautiful self. Do not water yourself down for anyone. I don't care if you're loud and opinionated and talkative, fucking be that woman, okay? Maybe you love to wear tie-dye everywhere and be bright and stand out and wear glitter. Just fucking do it. Do whatever you want that makes your heart happy, okay? Um, number four, I gave you examples of some things that I said back to these men. Okay, honey, listen, if you feel comfortable snapping back, fucking do it. Okay, I have said this before. I'm sure I'll say it again to somebody else. But my hope is that if I if I snap at these guys, maybe they'll think twice before they fucking treat another woman with disrespect or make her feel uncomfortable in some way. Maybe the next time they're looking at a girl up and down and they catch her looking at them, they'll be like, oh shit, maybe I'm, I'm staring at her. I really shouldn't be staring at her. 
what if she comes over here and yells at me like that crazy lady did? <laughs> That's my hope is that they'll have that thought and they'll stop and they'll walk away. Right? Especially embarrassing them in public. Look, I really do not care. I'm so sick of being, being treated like a piece of meat that if I am told one more time to fucking smile, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to lose it or that I'm too pretty to be sad. Oh, God forbid I'd be sad because I have a pretty face. One that I didn't fucking ask for it was just given to me. That means I'm not allowed to be sad because I have a face. <sighs> like, come on. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, if you're not comfortable snapping back, please, 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 I'm begging you, do not feel bad for ignoring the fuck out of them. Okay? Do not feel bad because men try that all the time because I really try to ignore them the first, I give them so many chances before I really like will snap on someone. Like I gave that guy three days. I gave the other guy a cold stone. How many different... How many times they look at us? 12, 15 times <laughs> before I said something to him. Um, so I really try to ignore them and I don't feel bad. And they will say stuff like, oh, you're going to ignore me or, oh, you're going to be a bitch or you're going to be rude or whatever. Like, yep. Yep. Yes, I am. Yes, sir. I will be rude. If you consider this rude, that's fine. I have no desire to talk to you and I have no desire to allow your advances on me. So, yes, I'm going, going to just ignore you. So, if you feel comfortable snapping back, fucking do it. If not, please do not feel bad for ignoring them. It's fine. Just look straight ahead. Look straight ahead at your destination and keep fucking walking. If you're somewhere where there's not many people or like you're not going into a store or something, like go towards people if you really feel uncomfortable. Have your phone and if you need to call somebody, make sure it's available. But just ignore them. You don't have to say anything back. Remember, you don't owe these men shit. You don't have to speak back to them. They're making you uncomfortable. Fucking walk away. Women make it so complicated because we feel like, oh, well, he was tall. He was being nice. So I couldn't just be rude and walk away. Yes, you can. Yes, you can fucking be rude and walk away. It doesn't matter if he's being nice. If he's making you uncomfortable in any way, you're allowed to walk away. You are not there for his pleasure. You are not there for his entertainment. Okay? You are a person and you probably went there to have a good time with your girlfriends or something. Or maybe you're even there with your boyfriend and men are hitting on you. Like you don't owe them anything. You do not have to be nice to them. You are do not have to pay attention to them at all. Fucking ignore them if you need to. But if you like me and you want to snap back, honey, I am all for it. If I see something like that going down in public, I will 100% have your back. 110%. I don't care if I've never seen you before in my life. I got your back, girl. Fuck that shit. <laughs> all right number five on the piggybacking that um you're allowed to say no and again this is something silly that I really shouldn't have to say but I feel like I need to say it you're allowed to say no 
And I heard this somewhere recently. I forget. I think it was just like, oh, it was on, um, it was on Gabrielle's, was it on Gabrielle's podcast? Oh my gosh. I forget. It was on a podcast, but I can't remember which one. I'm pretty sure it was Gabrielle's, but I might be wrong. Um, I listen to a lot, guys. I have like eight podcasts that I listen to and kind of rotate through. Um, but anyway, um, she said like, just because you're making out with a guy doesn't mean that like you have to go further with him. You're allowed to only make out. You're allowed to stop him and say no, right? You're allowed to not be interested at all. You don't have to kiss him. You don't have to hug him. You don't have to touch him. You don't have to talk to him. You're allowed to say no. Don't men stop making women feel bad for not being interested in you. Okay, fuck you if you're a douchebag that does that. And women, stop buying into their bullshit. Stop it. Stop fucking listening to these men that make you feel like you have to fucking just entertain them. Fuck it all. Like, you're allowed to say no and walk the fuck away. Okay? All right, guys, the sixth thing. Sixth thing. You are also allowed to be confident. Don't let these words cocky or fool yourself or conceited. Don't let those comments get to you like that. I let them get to me. All right. Because they held me back for a long, long time because I was scared. Like those are really negative connotations of confidence. I'm not saying that there aren't cocky people out there. Or there aren't people who are full of themselves. Of course there are. But there are also people who are just genuinely confident in who they are. And they're allowed to be confident and humble about it. Or just because you perceive them as being confident and you don't like something about it doesn't mean that they're full of themselves. That's a reflection on you. Okay, what is coming up in you? What questions do you need to ask? You should dig in a little there. What are you insecure about? Or are you jealous that they're confident and you're not? What is it? Dig into it. Ask yourself the questions. There's nothing wrong with that. We've all been there. When we see somebody walk in who looks super fucking confident, sometimes you just want to hate that person, right? Like, why isn't it that easy for me to be that confident? Right? There could be so many things that come up for you. And that's okay, but you don't have you you're not allowed to take that out on somebody else and call them conceited or call them cocky or full of themselves because something you got something going on with you. That's not okay. And if you're on the other side of that where you are the confident person being told that you're cocky or you're full of yourself or that you're conceited, you know what? Don't fucking let those words get to you. Those are just negative words. Those are words that are flowing at a negative vibration. Fuck them. You don't have to allow them to come into your, your aura and come into your energy. Let them just bounce off of you. And remind yourself that you're a confident, badass, strong, powerful woman. And you're allowed to be that. You're allowed to take up that space. You're allowed to be your bold, beautiful, unique self and you're allowed to be loud and you're allowed to be opinionated and talkative and whatever else it is that you are that people maybe think you're weird or too much for. You're allowed to be those things. Screw all those people that think you're too much. Fucking do it anyway. I love weird. 
I love weird people. <laughs> I'm fucking weird. And I own that shit. I am who I am. And I'm confident in that. And I know now that it's okay for me to be confident. And I stand in that. And I don't allow people to call me cocky or conceited or anything like that. I just don't allow it. I tell them, no, I'm not. I'm confident in myself. Is that okay with you? I thought so. I'm very direct. (laughs) Because I don't like people fucking with me. I don't take bullshit. I let my ex-husband walk all over me for years. And I was fucking miserable. I was absolutely miserable. So now I speak my mind. And I don't take shit from anybody. I'm a really, really, really nice, sweet person. And I have a lot of love to give. And I love meeting new people. And I love supporting people and their dreams and the things that... You know, this world has the offer and I love just hearing about people that are living their life and being happy. It makes me so happy to know that that's out there. But I am not a person you cross either and I'm not a person that you talk shit to or try to make feel bad. Because I promise you that I will make you feel worse. Because you don't tear people down who love themselves. You don't tear people down who are confident in who they are. That's what's wrong with this world. That's why people are insecure and are scared to go try new things and to be weird. I put that in quotes. <laughs> you know, we have this fear of, oh, people are going to think I'm weird. I can't, you know, be myself. And we hide behind this mask. I fucking hate people that make others feel as though they need the mask. I say we all rip the masks off and just be our our true selves. Forget what anybody else thinks. Just be who you are and stop spreading negativity. Just let other people be who the fuck they are. They're not hurting you. Why do you have such a fucking opinion about it? Why 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 is that person not allowed to be gay? Why is that person's skin color bothering you so much why is that person who likes to wear glitter all over her face and wear crop tops bothering you why is this person who likes to have sex every day why is that affecting you why is this person who wants to chase their dreams and go after the things that make them happy why does that make them crazy like why do you feel as though you are in any position to judge other people nobody has their life together and you certainly don't And if you feel like I'm talking to you right now, then maybe you should evaluate that and ask yourself the hard questions and why you feel attacked right now and why you feel like I'm talking to you. But if you're not that person, if you are the person who feels judged, if you are the person who feels like you need to wear a mask and hide who you are, if you are a person who feels like you can't be confident without being called full of yourself, so you kind of water yourself down, I want you to know that it's okay for you to be who the fuck you are. And I want you to be who the fuck you are. I want you to stand in that power and do that fucking every day. Because that's the beautiful part of life. And that's when you start really enjoying life. That's when you find your happiness. That's when you really start to become the person that you are. Is when you let go of all the weight of everybody else's opinions that you're holding on to. Let that shit go and see how far you fly. Ugh. I, (laughs) you know guys... 
I love this. I fucking love this podcast. I love talking to you guys. I love having this space where I can express myself and say the things that are on my heart. And in a space too where I'm getting so much support and so much love. It feels so fucking good because I know that this episode was a little heavy and I know it was probably, I mean, I hope it was entertaining. Um, but I know that I'm, I'm, I know I was passionate. <sighs> Take a deep breath. I gotta let go of, whew. I got a lot of emotions that came up there, man. I'm, this stuff really has me fired up, as you can tell. It really has me fired up. But I am so sick of women feeling as though they can't be who they want to be because they're going to be sexualized or that they're going to be judged or whatever. All right. And that's why I said, and again, that's why I titled this podcast, Not Just a Pretty Face, because I'm not just a pretty face, right? I'm not just a, a, a trophy wife waiting for, to be put on somebody's shelf and to be paraded around whenever he wants. Now, I'm a woman with dreams. I'm a woman with goals. I'm a woman who has a life of her own, who's taking care of herself and her child, who is, you know, just trying to just rediscover herself. And I like that woman. I like who I'm becoming. And it's much more than just a pretty girl walking down the street. There's much more to me. I'm much more passionate than people give me credit for. You know, a lot of times people see pretty girls and they assume that they, you know, had it easy through school and that they're not very bright. Well, you know what? I'm smart. I'm smart as fuck, y'all. That's why I got this business going. Taught myself. And I bet you can too. I bet you are so much smarter than you give yourself credit for. And you're probably watering yourself down because a man told you you weren't smart or that you shouldn't express yourself or talk about things that make you sound smart. They probably told you that you sound stupid or something all because it made them feel stupid so they had to water you down to make themselves more comfortable. Okay, I'm going to start going off on a tangent again. And I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to let you guys go. I would love, love, love your feedback on this episode. Please shoot me a DM, send me an email. Um, I am probably going to be switching platforms soon. I cannot see Apple comments right now. So give me your feedback a different way. DM me on TikTok or Instagram. I always put the links in the show notes. Um, shoot me an email. I'll put that down in the show notes as well. Um, and let me know what you think. Let me know your feedback on this. Let me know your thoughts. Tell me your story. Let me know any situations that you have maybe been in, um, where this has happened to you. I would love to hear your stories and how you've reacted from them, how you've learned from them. Um, and maybe if you'd even handle the situation different now. Um, so I, I really hope that this episode 
made an impact. I really hope that there are some men and some women that are listening to this and that it made you think about things a little bit differently. That's really just my goal is to give you a different perspective um, on the world because we live in a fucked up place right now. And, you know, this deserves to be talked about because this is fucking important. So... I'm going to stop talking. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, And don't forget to be fucking fierce today. I love you. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.